Hello everyone out there in podcast land, Sarah Giovanetti coming back here on the podcast waves. This is the Peachy Girl podcast. I am a licensed esthetician teacher and I own the Naked Peach Salons in Philadelphia. I guess I've been doing some soul searching as I always do and I guess the intention and really the depth of this podcast is of course, self-improvement and self-care because I do see so many people suffering and so many people come to me all the time with their cups empty and I see, you know, why they feel that way and it always comes down to the choices they're making that aren't good for their life and their lack of work, you know? Life is about working and making choices that uplift your life, right? I remember Oprah Winfrey said one time that one of the benefits of becoming wealthy is you get to decide what type of energy (laughs) that you want around you, right? And when we say energy, it's like some people are stuck in anger 24-7. Some people are stuck in grief 24-7. Some people are stuck in scarcity 24-7. And it's really hard being around those type of energies. It's, you know, they don't even realize it, you know, and it's like, you know, they're complaining all the time when, you know, what they need to do is go out, get some fresh air. They need to eat healthy, exercise. They need to seek out a therapist. Like that's their work that they have to do. And the fact that they keep, you know, reaching out to any person that'll listen to them is like trying to get something for nothing, right? So it's like, obviously you need some help and you need someone to talk to, but instead of paying a therapist 50 bucks an hour, that you could actually get some tangible results in your life because they actually have scientific data backing up some of their methods that they're using to kind of help you have a better life. You know, you're any ear that'll listen, you're, you know, bending and, you know, they're not necessarily going to give you data backed science and evidence. And so you just continue to take bad advice from someone who does not have any expertise in the area of like psychology, spirituality, and you go on still making bad choices. It's, it's like the, you know, the dog returning to its vomit, you know, to eat it again and again and again. It's like these patterns we have in life, they're going to keep repeating until we learn the lesson, right? That lesson is going to keep coming back again and again and again and again and again <laughs> until we get the lesson and we decide to change, right? And, and that is... I guess why I'm a libertarian and my values and beliefs, it's that, you know, it's like, it's accountability. You know, it wasn't until I took a look in the mirror and I said, guess what? If it's going to be, it's up to me. I got to make myself happy. I have to make changes in my life so I can live my best life. And everybody has an opportunity to do that. And I think that's like, it comes down to self-awareness. You know, it's like having the self-awareness to know, you know, what's, you know, going on, what are the patterns that keep happening in your life, right? So I had, um, a lot of people are constantly asking me for like entrepreneurial advice, stuff like that. 
And, you know, I kind of, kind of don't like really giving people advice anymore because the reason why anyone is not where they want to be all comes down to fear, right? You're not where you want to be because you're scared and you have fear. And then you think, you know, someone or uh, someone outside of yourself is going to come rescue you and save you from this pain and this fear you don't want to face. But in life as an adult, like that's what we have to do. We have to keep growing and we have to keep learning um, as an adult, or we're going to constantly experience painful events that will force us to change. So what we can do is we can actually do something to help to help in a positive way to help us change and grow. So if you know that there is something that you need to do in your life to change, right? Um, and it's a problem. Well, it's up to you to kind of have that self-awareness. Hey, you know, I need to, this is an area that needs to change. Okay, maybe I need to take a course online. Maybe I need to seek out a therapist. Maybe I need to go to a 12-step program and let me take the effort to gradually change. Yes, this will be uncomfortable, but it's better to do it that way than letting the shit hit the fan. You know, you're dead broke. You know, you're... um, you know, in some sort of crisis situation for you to have to be like, oh, okay, I guess this isn't working. I guess I'll have to change now. Like that is the epitome of ignorance. You know, man's greatest burden is ignorance. I read a book one time. I don't know if I mentioned it before in one of these podcasts. It was called Educated. I don't know the name of the actual uh, woman who wrote it, but what a compelling story. It's about a woman who grew up kind of like the backwoods of America on some mountain and her parents were just very uneducated. And, um, you know, they were like anti everything, (laughs) you know, they thought everybody was coming to get them very negative mindset. And she was homeschooled, but she didn't learn anything. Like her parents, like just made her work all the time (laughs) to help pay the bills. And so she fought so hard and ended up going to college and getting her PhD from Columbia University, which is like, oh my gosh, like just incredible. I love stories like that. They're so inspiring to me because it just goes to show you just like Oprah Winfrey. It doesn't matter what your background, where you come from. If you put the work, time, and effort into things, you can truly, you know, prosper in life. And a lot of times what you have to do is you have to cut off friends and family sometimes who don't have your same vision as you. You know what I mean? If somebody is stuck in a thought pattern or energy or a limited belief, right? Like, okay, you know, well, women are supposed to just get married and have babies and not go to college. Well, what if you're someone who wants to go to college? You know what I mean? Or, and then maybe, you know, if you do the opposite, you know, half your family's not going to talk to you, right? Just for example, you know, um, back in 19, you know, 70 or whatever, my mom decided to marry a black man. She was one of the first white women to marry a black man in the state of Virginia. I think it was illegal in 1967, right? Well, guess what? Because of that decision, half of the family never talked to her again. (laughs) You know what I mean? So the fact of the matter is, is that 
you know, you have to do what's right for you. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be 70, you're going to be 80 years old. And I guarantee you, those same people probably evolved. At the end of the day, you have to do what's right for you. Because you have to live in your body, your vessel, and you have to do, uh, you have to feel good and you have to do what's right for your life. And part of that is really setting clear boundaries with people in your life and telling them like, this is what I'm working on. This is my vision, my goal for my life. And you know, if you're not supporting me, if you're not being a positive influence in my life, well, guess what? You know, (laughs) I can't, you know, I'm, you know, I don't know what to say, but there has to be some time and space because I need to move my life forward because nobody's going to do it for me, right? No one's paying my bills. No one's helping me at the end of the day, make sure everything stays together. Of course, you know, I have my teammates, my staff, of course, that goes without saying, but I'm saying when you're moving forward with your vision, you're the one that sees it and knows it. And not everybody else can. And a lot of times when you're trying to get something started, it's just like, you know, kindling, you know, you're trying to start a fire with kindling. And then, you know, it says in the Bible, life and death is in the tongue and those that love it will eat the fruit thereof. And it's like, you know, somebody with their, you know, pessimism and negativity can come in and just put your little fire out with their negativity and you're over here trying to start it. And so that's why I work in silence, let your success make the noise. I mean, we've been running the salons now for 10 years and there's still a lot of people that don't even know I own salons, <laughs> you know, because I just don't broadcast it. I'm busy working and I'm busy creating and that's it. And I don't do it for the limelight or adulation. I do it so that we can have a sustainable environment where the women who work for me, the people who work for me can earn a sustainable living wage and improve their lives, you know, and I've seen so many people's lives be improved just from working at our salon. It's been amazing. You know, um, that's very gratifying. It's definitely the most challenging thing I've ever done. And it's also the most gratifying, (laughs) you know, and I always find that the things in life that usually bring the highest reward also bring the most pain, (laughs) you know, and that, and that is true, you know, and I think that uh, uh, a lot of people, the reason why they suffer in life is because they want that high, high, but they don't want to feel that low, low, right? And part of life is negative and positive, you know, sun and darkness, you know, the sun and the moon, you know, it's a masculine feminine. That's life. You know what I mean? Pleasure, pain, like the, they're, they're both the same, right? You're not, you, you will always experience these different elements in life. And to the degree that you push something and try, like the further you try not to feel something, the greater uh, pain it's going to be, right? So it's best to, you know, be at a place in your life where you're saying, okay, this is what I want to do, right? This is my life. You know, something's happening on the negative scale. Well, what can I do to improve it so it doesn't have to be, say, hell, right? Let's just, can we get to the equator? <laughs> you know what I mean? Now we're at the equator. Can we, can we get up to Key West? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get somewhere, you know, it's still hot in this kitchen, but it's a little more tolerable, right? And, and that's what it is. It's like, you know, just for example, like if you're someone who maybe might not have a lot of money, it doesn't matter as long as you're living underneath your means and you have an opportunity to say, save three months income, 
even if something happens, your lifestyle doesn't change, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So it's about, you know, fortifying your life in such a way that you're not always falling apart. You know what I mean? And you're being a burden on other people, you know, because life is about our choices that we make. And one of the things that I was really thinking about the other day, because I do listen to like a lot of podcasts and, you know, watch a lot of videos online and I see, you know, a lot of people always trying to help people become an entrepreneur, but I would just encourage you. Like I came up with a system it's called stop, <laughs> right? Don't ever think about being an entrepreneur and a business owner, unless you stop, you need to stop first. So stop, right? Is to, you have to, uh, what is it? I gotta, I gotta remember the analogy that I used. Um, so you have to, strategize. Oh, I, you know what? Hold on. <laughs> Let me go. Let me run to my office and see. I wrote it down. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, I don't have to run in. Wait, wait, wait. I just thought of this last night. So that's, that's why it's not on the tip of my head, but that's okay. Okay. Here we go. Ah, here it is. Okay. Here it is. So what you have to do is you have to stop. You have to stabilize, turn down, optimize and persist. So stabilize means that you have to stabilize and sustain your life where you can maintain your lifestyle, your life and save, right? Turn down is if you can't stabilize, then you need to turn down. Even if you are still stabilized, you need to turn down, right? So downsize, take on a roommate, move, clip coupons, shop at thrift stores, do what you got to do to turn down, right? Then you need to optimize, right? So an optimize you need to be saving three to six months emergency fund. You need to make sure that you're shopping at the right places, saving where you can, and really situating and organizing your life so that you're able to save and it really works, okay? And then the last is persist, right? Keep persisting doing this for one, two, three years until you really have fortified your life where you have a nice nest egg saved up right? And when you have done that, right, then you're in a position to say, oh, okay, well, let me start a business or be an entrepreneur. Because the biggest thing that I see, which is so unfair, is someone is not working a steady job, does not have cash flow, has nothing saved, a poor credit score. And then they're over here leaning on their family and friends and driving everyone around them completely bonkers and crazy because they have this beautiful idea. Hey, your beautiful idea might be awesome, but guess what? You need to stop fucking first. Stop, right? And unless you stabilize yourself and get yourself together, then you can move forward. You can't lead nobody unless you can lead yourself. And it starts with just getting your own house in order and getting your own finances in order. So um, yeah, I had to get that out there because I'm just like, if I, <laughs> I have seen, that's where all the chaos comes from. It's like, there's so many people, like I was talking to a friend one time and um, he had a friend that want, was a lawyer. She was a lawyer and she wanted to start her own business. 
because she didn't really like being a lawyer anymore, right? Well, so what her plan was, was she worked for, so basically she downsized, you know, um, where she was living. She got like a cheaper place so she could save more. She stopped spending money for, so for two years, she practically saved every single dollar she made from work because she was able to stop, right? Stabilize, turn down, optimize, persist, right? So she was able to have more, um, more room to save. So she saved up enough money for two years of savings so that when she started her business, she had a whole year's worth of cash flow, right? To really get her idea off, right? So it's like, you know, you're over here trying to start a, a business and you can't even, you, you don't even have, you, your life ain't even stabilized. Now you're over here, you know, acting outside your character, being thirsty and doing stuff, you know, it, you know, I'll call it commission breath, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So it's like, stop, just stop, you know, and it's just so frustrating to see so many people want to be a business owner, entrepreneur. It's one of the hardest things you'll ever do in your life. It's about leadership, right? I have suffered from poor leadership my whole entire life. And that's why I'm always working and trying to optimize how I can build a sustainable business environment for my employees where they can prosper, right? Where it's an environment where they can learn, they can grow, they know that that paycheck's coming, the lights are on, okay, we're doing fun things, Um, it's a healthy environment. It's like the people who want to be in management, who want to be leaders, who want to be entrepreneurs and business owners, what I see, they want it because it makes them look good. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do in your whole entire life. Okay, (laughs) heavy is the head that wears the crown, right? And it's really a thankless job. I mean, it's just like, you know, I I mean, I feel so much for men who are like the sole breadwinners of their family. You know what I mean? It's like you're over here killing yourself, paying the mortgage, keeping the lights on, and nobody even thanks you. (laughs) It's like, guess what? I know what that feels like. (laughs) I'll tell you what, being a leader, being a business owner, I, I have a lot of compassion for men now who are great dads and great leaders <laughs> because heavy is the head that wears the crown. It's a lot of work. And a lot of times it's a thankless job. You know, you give and give and give. You do so much. You sacrifice. You do so many things that people don't even see that you're doing. You know what I mean? You're exhausted and you still have to show up and, you know, <laughs> give of your mind, body, spirit, and, 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 and be that leader. It's, it's, it's a tough, tough job. And, um, and the reason why, you know, um, you know, I just see it like, you know, in families, you know what I mean? People, you know, they want to, you know, they want to get married so much. I mean, I've been married in the past, but it's like, guess what? Even marriage is a leadership position, you know what I mean? And it's like, and you ladies, you know, if you're picking out men to be your husband, like, does your man have leadership skills? (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, does he have character? You know what I mean? Does he have work ethic? Right? Um, does he, ha- does he have temperance, you know, patience, like a leader needs to have solid character. And a lot of times the best run businesses, those people who run them are like a one solid character type people, you know what I mean? And they're not doing it so that they can get their, their face in the limelight or a shine. A lot of times they're doing it for, uh, you know, because they were the only ones, you know, I even know personally for myself, you know what I mean? The people who usually make the best leaders don't want the title. (laughs) 
<laughs> they don't want the time, the best ones. You know what I mean? It's always the reluctant leader that usually is, is the best leader because it's something that's just innate. I mean, you can always build leadership qualities, but I always find the best leaders are the ones that just have it intrinsically in them. And it always comes down to character. You know what I mean? Uh, integrity, right? You know, temperance, humility, uh, patience. I don't know if I said that already. Um, you know, vision, There's so much. It's just you building your character, you know. I mean, if you... And the thing, too, is if you've been through, like, a 12-step program that works on building your character, you learn uh, spiritual... The spiritual principles, everything I just said, they're all spiritual principles, you know what I mean? Because you're constantly faced with situations where, you know... You know, uh, the worst people in management are uh, people who are addicts. You know what I mean? Because if you're, if you can't control yourself, and addiction is you not being able to control yourself. You know what I mean? You have something about you that's out of control, and you can't kind of keep it in line. And then that's where things just kind of lead to chaos, and things get out of control. So, but twelve-step programs are beautiful. It's free therapy. I mean. Uh, <laughs> I've seen it work. You know, my best friend since fifth grade, she's, you know, beautifully recovered, I think six plus years. And she's worked a 12 step program. You know, they work, you know, I mean, people have suffer all kinds of things and addictions. So basically an addiction is just going to be something that, you know, whatever it is that you do, that's just out of control. You know what I mean? You just do it too much that it's destroying your life in some way, shape or form. Um, but you know, if you can't, if you can't control your emotions, you can't control your money. Warren Buffett said that. And that is very true, you know, because like, if you can't control your, uh, your, uh, emotions, now you're all upset, you know, you go spend money you shouldn't have spent. And then now where are you? You know what I mean? You're spending money because you want to feel good. Right. But then now you can't pay your mortgage or something like that, or you're making poor choices. Right. So the first thing you got to do is work on yourself right? And then once you work on yourself and you know yourself and you trust yourself, you you respect yourself, you know what I mean? That has to be earned through putting in work, right? So I guess I keep doing these podcasts because um, I, I feel like I'm bum rushed on a daily basis with people kind of coming to me like, you know, I'm supposed to be an oracle with all these, you know, answers to their problems where they could just pick up a book and read it. I mean, it's really that simple. Like you have to do the work. You know what I mean? Like I don't have necessarily two, three hours to be devoting to trying to soothe someone's emotions where, you know, they could have went to the gym, they could have hired a therapist. Um, you know, they could have read a book, they could have, you know, ran for two miles, like, you know what I mean? Like, instead, now I'm all depleted, I don't have energy, I feel like crap, you know, it takes a lot of work to kind of get yourself in a good mood, you know, and I do the work to get myself in a good mood. And then you're around someone who's so draining, because they're not doing any work. And now they feel great, and you feel like shit, like, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to like, energy, you know, and so I'm definitely at a place in my life now where I try to protect my energy. I remember when Oprah, Winfrey said that, like, I, I, I didn't understand what she meant. Cause I remember her saying it and it kind of like stuck to me. Cause she was just like, you know, she's like, now I'm at a place where I protect my energy. Like if I go somewhere and I notice that a person 
energy is an energy I don't resonate with, I remove myself from the situation. Like I remember her talking about that. And, and now I fully understand because as a business owner, it's up to me to get up because every day there's a long task list I have to do and solving problems and issues and things like that. So it's up to me to make sure that I really take care of myself so I can optimally handle all these things that come down the line. And so I make sure like it's at a necessity that I make sure that I'm drinking water, I'm eating healthy, I'm praying, I'm meditating, I'm working out like I need to be optimal mind, optimal spirit, optimal health. And I do all these things It's really frustrating than, you know, someone who's not putting in the work wants to come and complain to me for two, three hours and just suck up all this good energy that I cultivated. I had to cultivate it because I didn't start out feeling like this, but I put in the work and cultivated. It's really not fair. And now I see what Oprah Winfrey says, right? But when you're around someone who's putting in the work too, it's like freaking energizing. You're like, ah, I need some more of this. <laughs> you know, it's like power and power, energy and energy. It just like multiplies, you know, but it's like you, when you're around people who are not putting the work in, it is just, it's just draining. You know what I mean? And it all comes down to they're not putting in the work and they're not making the choices. That's all life comes down to, right? And you can't make the right choice if you're not working on yourself as far as you don't have a value system that you stick to, right? You have addictions, you have mental health issues. These are all, no one can do it. You got to do it for yourself. If you go see a therapist, they're going to make you work. That's why people don't go see a therapist because they don't want to put the work in. And underneath the work is fear of change, right? So, but I'm way past, like, I'm not a therapist. <laughs> you know what I mean? All this. I'm like so past that. I just remove myself from the, the energy. Like, I'm just like, if you're not, well, like, I don't mind giving a suggestion, but if you're not willing to put the work in, then I'm, don't waste my time. I got stuff to do. You know what I mean? And it's not that I'm trying to be not compassionate or empathetic. It's just that, I'm putting the work in every day. Like I don't wake up like, oh, you know, top of the morning. <laughs> like everybody, everyone on the planet work wakes up in the morning like, oh gosh, you know, like it's hard to get out of bed. It's hard to feel good. Like you have to put the work in to feel good. I mean, you can be happy if you want to at any moment, but it's going to require putting some work in. You know what I mean? Especially when you're an adult and you have responsibilities. Of course, if you're a kid, you know, you're nat- you naturally happy 24-7 because you don't have any responsibilities. But as an adult, you got to put the work in to actually feel good. And there's a lot of ways to do that. Like at any moment, you can just decide to be happy if you've been doing the spiritual work the mental work, the emotional work, the, you know, the physical work, you know, the nutritional work, you know what I mean? Like, don't expect your mind to be operating sharp if you've been drinking soda all day and eating junk food. It's just not going to happen If uh, versus someone who's been drinking water and juices and eating a lot of you know, vegetables and high protein, taking supplements, and you working out, it's a whole nother ball game. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like dealing with a sloth and, you know, uh, a black, black panther. <laughs> you know, you're going to get two different results. You know what I mean? So, you know, we are living, breathing, uh, creatures. So anyway, um, I just thought I would share that about energy again. Um, if you're not where you want to be in life, I would definitely suggest you use my new system I came up with. It's called Stop, Stabilize, Turn Down, Optimize, Persist, and then move forward with your plans. But until you do that, stop. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great day.